0: Who sparked the Minnesota Wilds rally in preseason game number four to beat St. Louis? Has Adam Beckman played himself into a roster spot with the Wild? And what are season expectations for Kevin Fiala, Freddie Goudreau, and Victor Rask? We find out all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wild. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day, and just a reminder. Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we will recap the Wild's 4-3 win in overtime over the St. Louis Blues in preseason game number four. We'll talk about some of the players that keyed the comeback and whether or not Adam Beckman has played himself into a potential spot on the Wild's opening night roster. We'll also talk about season expectations for Kevin Fiala, Freddie Goudreau, and Victor Rask. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons covering the Minnesota Wild, getting set for my first full season covering the Wild for Lockdown Wild. Happy to have you along on a Thursday edition of the show. And uh, we got a lot to get into here on today's show. So let's dive right in taking a look at some of the things that happened in the wilds four to three overtime win over St Louis in preseason game number four now not a great start for the blue uh, for the wild great start for the Blues who got out to a three nothing lead in the first period and uh, before he could even blink Capo Kakinen had given up three goals in a span of four shots really kind of tightened things up after that then again, Hard to say if uh, the Wilds kind of picked up the action or if the Blues kind of just uh, got bored with things after that uh, early surge, but a little concerning that Capo has just had so much uh, trouble with the St. Louis Blues throughout the course of his career and uh, coming into this matchup, a goals allowed average of, uh, you know, seven or eight even uh, in his uh, last few starts against the Blues. So obviously wanted to see him get off to a little bit better start, but at the same time, he did have some nice saves down the stretch, and he certainly tightened things up as the Wild mounted their comeback um, to uh, end up winning. Some of the bright spots for the Wild in this game, we had uh, the first goal of the night go to Victor Rask, who interestingly enough, we spent basically entire uh, the entirety of yesterday's show talking about whether or not Rask was even going to be on the opening day roster for this team after the uh, acquisition of Rem Pitlick. But uh, nonetheless, Rask getting the message, a nice feed for Marco Rossi. And as Jordan Greenway blasts the, uh, the shot at the net, um, Rossi is there for the one-foot tap-in, um, really the only putt that I can't make on the golf course. Um, Rask, though, taps it in. And the wilds get on the board uh, to make it three to one. At that point, uh, you then have a, a goal that absolutely defies the laws of physics by Brandon Duhame, who scores from basically uh, parallel to the uh, the net, and somehow is able to flip one past Ville Huso uh, to make it at that point three to two. Then you have uh, Nico Sturm uh, benefiting from uh, a nifty shot uh, from uh, Kalen Addison. And Adam Beckman just trying to force it up at the net. Uh, Beckman to Addison at the top of the zone, who then rifles one towards the net, and Sturm able to tap it uh, and redirect it with his stick to make it 3-3 at that point. And then Adam Beckman with the game winner in overtime uh, and uh, an absolutely righteous celebration for Beckman um, to, uh, to give the Wild the win. Beckman had the Gordie Howe hat trick here tonight. He uh, had an assist. He had a goal to win the game, and he also got rocked in a fight. Now, uh, thankfully, he was able to uh, to get back into the game because it did not look good at the time that he uh, ended up getting into the uh, the scuffle. He definitely lost it, but uh, great to see that, uh, that passion from Beckman because it boils down to this in these types of situations. You've got guys fighting for, uh, in this case, maybe one roster spot uh, for this Minnesota Wild roster, as uh, it sounds as though, and we we touched on this yesterday uh, about uh, Pitlick, is that it's it's likely that he is going to be with the team, and Bill Guerin uh, virtually confirmed that, is that he's going to be a part of this opening night roster. So that is one spot that could have been filled by one of these young guys that now is not going to be able to. And so you look at the uh, the rest of the roster, and you maybe have one or two spots, depending on what happens with Victor Rask too. If he starts to pick up his play a little bit, there may not be another spot that is uh, that is available, uh, at least in the the early goings. And I, I get it too. Like I want to uh, I want to give Bill Guerin a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Is Marco Rossi or Matt Boldy are they going to be better served? playing 20-ish minutes a night in Iowa to start the season or to be playing, you know, 10, 11 minutes for the Wild to, uh, to start the year. I think the uh, the better use of their time is to uh, to get them some minutes down in Iowa and get them consistent playing time. Throw those three all on one line and, uh, and get them 20, 24 minutes a night and give them just ample opportunities to uh, to really show – that uh, they belong at the NHL level, as opposed to having them grind it out on the fourth line and be playing 10, 11, 12, 13 minutes, they're better suited at this point playing in Iowa because in the next couple of years, when the Wilds are not able to really seek out free agents, they're going to need those guys to step up and play meaningful minutes. Um, That could end up being your third line in a span of not uh, not this year per se, but, uh, but maybe next year or at the latest uh, the year after that. That could end up being your entire third line or second line, depending on how you look at it, of Matt Boldy, Marco Rossi, and Adam Beckman. Those guys will be needed. And so if they don't end up making the team to start the year, is here? Is it the, uh, is it the end of the world? Not necessarily. Would it be nice to see them get up and play? Absolutely. But we got to think a little bit of a bigger picture here with, uh, trying to make sure that we can keep those guys, um, on this wild roster over the next three years. Uh, so may make more sense for them to, uh, to start where they're going to play more consistently, uh, and then work them in when the time is right. Adam Beckman, though, has, does, has earned an opportunity to make this team with his play. Four goals in three pre, uh, preseason games. Had the game winner um, in uh, the game against the Blues. And has been fighting for it. Like Yes, he lost that fight. But he has been putting that kind of passion and intensity into his game uh, every night. And Dean Evison has said just as much. That, uh, that he's really leaving it all out there on the ice. And so this is going to be a very tough decision for Bill Guerin. If something does end up happening to Victor Rask, then one of those guys is going to make it. And I think Beckman has the upper hand because Adam Beckman could come up and be a uh, a fourth-line guy um, at, the, at the outset or even a third-line guy at the outset for this wild team because he wasn't necessarily expected to make the squad at this point. And yet here he is putting up all these numbers. So I think Beckman has the better opportunity at this point, but will he end up being the better NHLer compared to Marco Rossi and Matt Boldy? Probably not, but I think based off of what's going to be available, I think he has the best shot to get to that point here early on in the season. So a lot of great stuff that we saw from the Wild uh, in this uh, this latest preseason victory. What it translates to going forward, uh, I know the Wild will uh, have another one coming up here. Uh, another couple of preseason games. Uh, in fact, they play the Chicago Blackhawks at home tonight. So we'll see what the roster looks like uh, once that is released. My guess is that we would probably see more of the regulars again with the, uh, the regular season quickly approaching. But who knows? Maybe they go with a lot of these guys fighting for spots um, just to kind of see who ends up making it, who doesn't. Uh, Going to be interesting to see how the Wild play these final two preseason games. But at the end of the day, Adam Beckman has done everything that he can to try to fight for a roster spot on this Wild team. Will he get it? Will he not? Well, that's entirely up to Bill Garren. So we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, coming up here for the rest of the episode today, we'll continue with our player uh, season expectations. We've got Kevin Fiala, Freddie Goudreau, and Victor Rask coming up here on today's episode of Locked on Wild. BetOnline.ag is back, and they are better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, BetOnline.ag is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. That's at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Betonline.ag, where the game starts. Hey, Wild fans, Seth Topol here with an incredible app for everyone who buys gas and they need to know about Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code Hockey and get a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code Hockey to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two dollars to $300 a month in cash back, and there is absolutely no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code Hockey to save today. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, and again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. We move now to season expectations for the, at least right now, third line that is expected to take the ice for the Minnesota Wilds. Kevin Fiala, Freddie Goudreau, and Victor Rask. We'll start off with the main component for this line, and then we will break down the other two, which are relatively unknown for the wild to start the season. We're of course talking about Kevin Fiala, the uh, second best scoring option for this team. And it's going to be a really interesting season for Kevin Fiala to say the least. Don't worry. That was tea by the way, for, uh, for the YouTube crowd. I do have it out of a beer mug, but just tea. Thank you. Um, For Fiala, he is going to have a fascinating season because the wild signing him to a uh, one-year deal after agreeing to terms and arbitration. So Fiala an unrestricted or a restricted free agent, I should say after the season, is he going to want to play that song and dance again with the wild or is he going to want to be moved elsewhere or elect to maybe take an offer sheet from uh, some other team who has seen this play out for the wild and wants to try to take advantage of, of Minnesota not necessarily being able to offer him what he wants. There are a lot of different ways that this could play out. And so what does a successful season for Kevin Fiala look like? Well, my bet on that is that if Kevin Fiala comes out and absolutely lights it up this season in his, uh, again, free agent year, his potential walk year, that could play him out of the Wilds' price range, especially with the buyouts for Parisian suitors starting to, um, starting to make their way up towards those uncomfortable numbers we'll get the year after this and the year after that. So if Fiala is able to uh, put together uh, maybe his best season or close to best season of his young career, that's going to be successful for him. The thing that I'm keying in on most, though, is just trying to see a little bit more consistency. Yes, obviously Fiala is a great scorer and is um, arguably the second most dynamic scorer on the Wild's roster. But look at what he did in the postseason against Vegas. He had one goal and one assist through the seven games played, and uh, his goal of the series came in Game Six. So we've we've seen this from Fiala throughout his. Uh, Wild's career had that huge second half uh, a couple of years ago to get the Wild into the bubble um, and uh, and into the playoffs. Had that just crazy stretch to finish off that season. Um, he's a guy who you know can get you six goals in eight games and then goes quiet for seven or eight games and then pretty much does it again and uh, repeats the process on and on and on and on and on into perpetuity. It's, I've used this analogy a lot. So forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but it's like when you're putting bread on toast, you can put all of the butter um, on one side of the bread, or you can spread it so that it's evenly spread uh, on uh, every bit of the toast. Kevin Fiala right now is putting all of the butter on one side of the toast. And uh, if you look at like his game log from last season, he went the first four games of the season without scoring a goal. Then had three goals in four games. Finished the month of January with three goals in eight games. You move to the month of February, and Fiala had three goals in three games to start the month, and then went four goals without uh, four games without a goal. That carried on into March. First two games of March, he didn't have a goal. Then had two goals in three games, then a couple games without, then one goal on March 14th, then did not score again until March 29th. So uh, four goals in the month of March for Fiala. Then he absolutely tore the cover off the puck in April, had eight goals, started the month with uh, four goals in the first four games, and uh, finished the month with five goals in seven games. And then in the month of May, had uh, a couple of goals uh, in the final five games of the regular season. And then, as mentioned, cooled off in the playoffs with one goal in the seven-game series. So up and down and up and down. Um, it just would be nice to see it kind of even out a little bit. And yes, some of that is due to the line mates that are on his uh, his line with him. Last year had Marcus Johansson and uh, had... Ryan Hartman, he had Victor Rask, really kind of alternated between uh, line mates throughout uh, many different points of the season. And so this year, we, at least to start, get to see Fiala with Freddie Goudreau and maybe Victor Rask. So it seems as though that's going to be an issue again here this year. Is Fiala asked to take on too much of a uh, a, a scoring load or can the, uh, the rest of his line... Uh, contribute a little bit better than his line mates did last year. Ultimately, I think Fiala, in order to be successful on this team, will have to find his way into one of the top two lines, whether it be next to Kirill Kaprizov, or if Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi end up being his line mates and that line gets elevated. Ultimately, I think it's going to be it's going to have to be one of those two options if uh, Fiala is going to have any sort of a successful next couple of years if he does resign for a long extension uh, with the Wild, So a successful season for Fiala I think looks like him playing for a new contract for one and a little more consistency as opposed to the peaks and valleys that we've seen uh, throughout the early part of his career. Now is he going to be able to beat his projections for this season Uh, at least according to um, NHL fantasy, Kevin Fiala is projected, and I just had it up, and now it is gone. Kevin Fiala is projected to give the Wilds, obviously, another successful season. Uh, Fiala is expected to score 28 goals and have 30 assists, 58 points In 72 games, is he going to be able to exceed that mark? Obviously, yes, because uh, he has been, you know, right around a 30 goal scorer per season based on an 82 game pace. So let's just assume that maybe he gets off to a little bit of a slow start and then the wild bring up some of the young kids and solidify his line and allow him some uh, better quality play next to him. And Fiala takes off. So I'm going to say that, yes, I think he does beat his projections for this team because this offense is fun. And uh, this is going to be a team that's going to need to score some goals uh, in order to win games this year. So I think he ultimately gets a little closer to the 60-point range. And I think he does get to the 30-goal plateau. So I'm going to say 60-plus points for Kevin Fiala this year and I think he does narrowly beat his 2022 projections for this season. So, yes, I think he can uh, can beat the projections. Are there any concerns for Fiala heading into the season? Well, if we see more of the uh the hot play for four to five games followed by uh, kind of a trickle off into really nothingness, if we see him get frustrated with uh, the play of his line mates, yeah, those could be some concerns uh, that lead to Fiala playing like he has over the last couple seasons. And not to say that he's played poorly, just to be nice to just see it a little more evenly spread as opposed to up and down and up and down. So those are really the only concerns that I have for Fiala is frustration and, uh, and inconsistency. But beyond that, uh, he's primed for a great season. And is going to really set himself, if he plays well, really set himself up for a successful and a lucrative contract either here or elsewhere with another team that would just be dying to have him added to their roster. So that's a look at Kevin Fiala's 2021-2022 season projection. When we come back, we'll take a look at Freddie Goudreau and Victor Rask and see what they have in store for this season. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Let's be honest, nobody knows. And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using RockAuto. Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So head to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen. Every day, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's talk about a couple of relatively unknowns heading into the 2021-2022 season. I'm, of course, talking about the line mates for Kevin Fiala. That, of course, being, at least for now, Freddie Goudreau and Victor Rask. We're going to start with Goudreau, and we'll keep these relatively brief because Uh, at least according to ESPN Fantasy. Really no projections for these two heading into the season. And so let's look at what we would consider a successful season. And I'm going to lump these guys both together because I think they both have um, the same things that will kind of unite them on this line. And so for Freddie Goudreau and Victor Rask, if he is on this team when the season starts, I just want to see both guys play a role, play a role that contributes to the success of this team. For Freddie Goudreau, he comes in as a guy who uh, can win faceoffs and is a guy who uh, has some upside offensively uh, that I think this team could definitely use on that third line. So let's see some of that from Goudreau this year. Let's see him win face-offs and, and take that Nick Benino role um, and, uh, and replace it for this wild team this year. And for Victor Rask, you know, I've, I've said it in the past. I think Victor Rask ultimately is a guy who is a, a bottom six forward on a playoff team. So let's see him be that. Let's see him be that role now that he's not going to be asked to anchor the top line uh, for this wild team anymore. If he can do that and if he can just blend in and, uh, and play a role now as a forward, if he can offer a little upside there, then that's going to really help this team out. Uh, If both him and Goudreau can just slot in and play a role and have an impact on this team, uh, I would call that a success because honestly, I really did not have uh, major um, expectations for those two coming into this season. So if they can just step up and play a role on this team, then I'm going to be impressed. And uh, I think a lot of other people will as well. Um, In in terms of uh, any questions heading into the season, basically all of that is what I'm saying, is we don't really know what we have with Freddie Goudreau. He played uh, in limited action with Pittsburgh last year uh, and played with Nashville before that and had some, uh, some rather uninspiring results. So if Goudreau can show... Uh, that he can be a, a role player with this team and can fill you know, that face-off void and can uh, can give them a little upside from the scoring department, he's going to fit in great. As for Victor Rask, if he shows that he can play on a lower line, then he is going to, uh, to help this team out as well. But if we see a lot of what we saw on the top line where he just is kind of just there, if he's just filling a spot on this roster and not contributing anything in the way of uh, of goals and assists and even just positive minutes if he's not filling any of that then we have the same problems that we had with him on the top line and at that point then you know you look at other options to try to expedite his uh his departure from this wild roster so if, if we see more of what we saw from the last couple of seasons from Victor Rask, where he just has a bunch of stretches of uninspiring play, then that's going to be a problem uh, for this team, and that'll end up with uh, some of those guys like uh, Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi getting the call to try to help Kevin Fiala. Let's help Kevin Fiala uh, get some uh, some good play on his line. And so if those guys do that, if they simply play a role on this team, then I think we're going to be just fine with that third line. And if not, well, then that's going to be the spot where we see the changes come firsthand. And that, I think, is where we're going to leave things for today's episode. So, again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. And now to um, get your second listen of the day in, make sure to swing over to Locked on Fantasy Hockey Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. Locked on Fantasy Hockey is free and available on all podcast platforms. Coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Wild, we'll recap the Wilds' preseason game against the Chicago Blackhawks, and we'll also talk about, at this point, the fourth line for the Minnesota Wild and some of their expectations for the 2021-2022 season. All as we get closer and closer to the start of actual hockey. Cannot wait for that. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow us across all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss out on any of the video content we have uh, throughout the week as well. And make sure to listen and keep an eye out for new episodes posted every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.